Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Barrier Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network. The only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Rice Shell Radio. On this week's show, we're going to be talking about the San Francisco Giants and their upcoming baseball games over the next week from a betting perspective. But before we actually do that, can I have a quick word from our sponsor. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben and Maria podcast. For a break, we previewed what we we're going to talk about for this week's show. Once again, the Giants and talking about their upcoming games over the next week. But before we actually do that, got to recap how we did on the last episode. Overall, we were mediocre, but the Giants were really, really good. We thought the Giants would lose the series to the Dodgers, but we did think they would look pretty sharp against the Padres. And it ended up working out that the Giants didn't lose a single game. In fact, the Giants ended up sweeping the entire six games from the episode. And they're in the middle of a 10-game winning streak. Now, they might be a little bit overshadowed from the Reds, who have won, I believe, 11 straight at this point in time. But the Giants are surging, and they were able to beat up on two division rivals, the two favorites to win the division when the season started. I know as of right now, the Diamondbacks are in first place, but still, the point is taking care of business opponents or or division opponents is definitely the way to go about winning a potential division. And it does seem like the Giants are surging at the right time based on the schedule. So props to the Giants for winning 10 straight, definitely impressive. And they've done so in pretty comfortable fashion. They had the exception with the walk-off three-run homer by Yastrzemski in the series opener against San Diego. Then they ended up having the game-winning walk, I believe, in the ninth inning of the next game. But the point is, either way, the, the Giants have played some good baseball, and the Dodgers and Padres continue to underachieve as the Giants have really created themselves a nice little opportunity to create some breathing room between themselves and the uh, Dodgers potentially for second place. They're only one game up now, but we'll see how that goes since the Dodgers have really not been great so far this season. I know that they ended up beating Otani and the Angels on Wednesday by a score of, of, I believe it was two to nothing. But still, the point is the Giants have played some good baseball, and hopefully they keep it rolling. But either way, time to get into the actual games for this episode. Starting off with the game plan, you have one game against the Padres, the series finale in the four-game series, and that will be taking place on Thursday afternoon, roughly 12.45 Pacific, so a pretty early game there. Then you have a game on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against the Dimebacks, so once again, division opponents, that will be a pretty important series, and then you have a day off on Monday, and then the the, uh, schedule will continue against the Blue Jays with a road series on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. For the sake of this episode, we'll cover the Thursday game against San Diego. 
the three-game series against Arizona and the first two games against Toronto, and then we will go through the Thursday game in the Toronto series in the next episode. But either way, time to start off with the actual picks and odds for the Thursday night game. So you have a matchup once again between the Padres and the Giants. Padres are slight favorites at minus 125. Giants are plus 105 the other way. Over-under is at 8.5. Now, Snell is pitching for San Diego, and he's actually been really good lately after a pretty shaky start to the season. And the last two starts, he last four starts, actually, he's been amazing. He has allowed one total run in the last four starts combined, and he struck out 12 guys in each of his last two starts, including a road start at Coors Field and a home start against the Rays, who are the best team in the league. So the point is, Snell has been absolutely dealing, and you're looking at Wood and how he's done this season. Once again, decent overall numbers, 4.11 ERA, but if you look at his last start, he was solid as well. Five innings and no runs against the Dodgers. Did get shelled in his last home start, though. Four and a third, six runs against the Pirates, and he actually has not been good in his last couple of home starts because he's gone less than four and he's gone less than five innings in the last couple of home starts that he's had. So I am a bit concerned there with Wood's recent home performances, and he has gone less than five innings in every home start this season. Four and a third against Pittsburgh, four and a third against Miami, gave up four runs in that one. Four and two thirds, two runs against Philly, and four and two thirds. No runs against the Dodgers. But the point is, I am concerned about Wood, especially at home. And I do think that with Snell's recent performances, even though the Giants continue to find ways to win games, I have a hard time picking the Giants in this spot when Wood has an ERA of six at home and an ERA of 8.49 in day games. And this is a day game. So I do think that even though the Giants have won 10 straight, I have to go with the Padres here, or at least Padres first five because I really have not been impressed with Wood's performances at home. And Snell has been amazing for the last month or so. So I do think that the Padres are worthy of being favorites here. And I do think that once again, when you're looking at a spot to potentially, I don't want to say ignore the streak that they're on, but to at least acknowledge why a team that's won 10 straight is an underdog in this spot. I think it's actually pretty warranted. And because of that, I'm going to go, with the Padres in this game. I could be wrong. It wouldn't be the first time, but I do think with Snell being the much better pitcher and the team that has really just been, uh, I mean, the Padres have been a solid team. The problem is they ran in, or they've been a solid team over the last couple of weeks. The Giants kind of interrupted their mojo, but they looked pretty good against the Rays over the weekend. So I do think the Padres are going to leave this series with something. And I think that they'll be able to win the series finale. Might not be pretty, probably a low scoring game, I'll link to the under once again. I think eight and a half is too high. But give me the Padres to get the job done in the series finale at around minus 125. And moving on to the next game that we're going to talk about, you once again have the weekend series against Arizona, which should be fun because assuming that the Dimebacks don't gain any ground in the Thursday schedule, then the Giants have a shot at first place if they are able to sweep the series, so it is kind of important. But either way, to talk about the first game in the series, you have a matchup between Webb and Davies. And for this game, I have to simply put take the Giants. And I do think that even though you can make an argument Arizona's been great on the road, they're 22 and 12 on the highway. I get all that. I cannot back Zach Davies. I think Davies is a brutal MLB pitcher who shouldn't be in the league anymore. I can't believe he's only 30. It feels like he's around 38, but he's 30 years old. And he's been a mess uh, so far this season. He has a 7.11 ERA 
Last two starts, six and two thirds, 12 earned runs, 15 total runs allowed. He's been awful. And I do think with Webb being the much better pitcher and with him being good at home for a couple of years at this point, I got to take the Giants. I just think that Davies is a ticking time bomb, and you're going to see Webb pitch well. He's pitched well the last couple of outings, seven innings, two runs against the Dodgers, seven innings, three runs against the Cardinals. And the Giants have actually given him some run support lately as the Giants have won four of his last five starts. So I do think when you're looking at a pitching edge, a pretty substantial one, this definitely checks that box, and I am I am going to go with the Giants in this one. Davies, once again, should not be in the league. I can't believe he's still pitching, and I think he's going to get killed once again. So give me the Giants to get the job done here in the series opener. Now, for the Saturday card, it is a bit tricky because the Giants don't have a listed pitcher, but you do have Merrill Kelly pitching for the Diamondbacks. And so far this season, he's been solid, 2.9 ERA, 1.07 whip. If you look at the last couple of outings, though, he has been solid. He has allowed less than four earned runs in each. I got to count this up here. Uh, Less than four earned in each of his last seven starts. So he's been dominating. And he had seven innings, one run against the Brewers. Six innings, three runs against the Phillies. Six and a third, three runs against the Tigers. Seven innings, two runs against the Braves. Six and a third, one run against the Red Sox. Five innings, two earned against the Pirates. Seven innings, one earned against the Athletics. So Kelly's been really good, and his road numbers have been amazing. So I mentioned he's a 2.9 ERA. He has a 1.98 ERA on the road, and he's 6-0 and in those starts, or I should say his 6-0 and record in those starts. So I do think when you're looking at Kelly and his performances, he's one of those rare pitchers that have been better on the road than at home, and his numbers against the Giants have been impressive. The Giants in their careers have a lot of plate appearances against him, 182 against Kelly they're batting 185 and they have a 247 on base percentage 327 slugging so Kelly's been dominant against the Giants in his career and I do think because of that the Dimebacks have some edge here in the starting pitching department I'm not exactly sure who's going to start for the Giants in this game so the disparity in starting pitching quality might not be to the same degree as for example Davies versus Webb but I'm assuming whoever the Giants use, the Dynamax will have a pretty substantial edge. So I will go with Arizona to get the job done here into the second game of the series at what I think should be a pretty decent price. Now, moving on to the final game, the Sunday game in the series, uh, you have Di Scalfani pitching as a Nelson. And for this game, simply put, I'm going to lean to the over. I don't like Nelson at all. I don't think Nelson's very good. And I'm not a big Di Scalfani guy. Uh, Di Scalfani, I backed a starter go or so against the Cardinals personally. He was not good, but the Giants won the game anyway because Yastrzemski hit that tying home run in the ninth inning, and they won an extras. But you're going through his numbers here, and he really has not been that great. Last couple starts, five innings, eight hits allowed, three earned. Three innings, seven hits allowed, five earned. Six innings, two runs against the Cubs. Good outing there. But start before that, three innings, six runs, five of them earned against the Orioles. So Di Scalfani... Not in great form, and I think because of that, I am a little bit skeptical to actually lay with him in the start. Having said that, Nelson has been even worse, so I don't want anything to do with him either. To go through Nelson's last couple of starts, last two starts, nine innings pitch total, 16 hits allowed, eight earned runs. So I'm not sold on Nelson as a pitcher. I know he's still young, he's 25, but it seems like he's not fully ready for the majors. And I will admit he has been a lot better on the road than at home. 3.41 ERA on the road. 
but I don't trust either starting pitcher in this game, and he made one start against the Giants earlier this year. Four and two-thirds, seven hits allowed, 7.71 ERA. I can't trust him. I can't trust DiScafani. Give me the over in this game. I think you'll see a lot of runs and a lot of guys in scoring position. So give me the over with what I'm hoping will be a low number because it's in the Giants' home stadium, which is a pitcher's-friendly ballpark. But still, I think this this game's probably going to have at least eight runs, probably nine or more. So I'll go with the over in this game, hoping for a bit of a discounted over uh, number because of the fact that you're looking at, once again, two underwhelming pitchers. Now, going into... The actual buy, you have the off day on Monday, then you resume on Tuesday. And once again, the Giants do not have a listed pitcher, but the Blue Jays do. You have Kevin Gaussman on the mound for Toronto, and Gaussman has been really, really good. So to go through his numbers here, uh, Gaussman had one bad start at home against Minnesota recently, but you're looking at the starts around that one, and he's allowed less than three earned in... What is that? Seven of his last eight starts. So he's been cooking six innings, one run against the Rangers, which is very impressive because the Rangers are very good offensively, especially at home. And Gaussman only gave up one run. Got shelled by Minnesota, four and two thirds, six runs. Not ideal, but the two starts before that, seven innings, one run against Houston, six and two thirds, no runs against Milwaukee, five and a third, one run against the Twins. Eight innings, two runs against Baltimore, seven innings, uh, two earned against New York. And six innings and no runs against the Phillies. So once again, Gaussman's been great, just simply put. And he's been very good at home so far this season. Uh, 2-0 record at home, 2.61 ERA. So he's been elite, simply put. And I do think when you're looking at the schedule for the Giants in the upcoming week, I know it sounds like I'm down on them, even though they've won 10 straight. But I have to point out how difficult some of these pitchers that they're facing are. And when you're facing off against Kelly who's dominated this team in the past, and you're facing off against Snell, who's been amazing for a month, and you're facing off against Gaussman, it's really tough to find a lot of value with you when you're against this many pitchers in solid form. I do think the Blue Jays take this one. It doesn't make it easy that the Giants have an undecided pitcher against an elite option in all these matchups. So I am going to go with the Blue Jays in the first game of the series. I just think that Gaussman has been really good, and Toronto's been solid at home. Give me the Blue Jays to get it done in the opener. And then moving into the second game of the series, the final game we're going to talk about, you have a matchup between Wood and Bassett. Now, Bassett earlier this season was a mess, and recently he kind of turned it around, and then he went back to being bad. Last two starts, six and two-thirds, 18 hits allowed, 11 earned runs, and 13 total runs allowed. So Gaussman turned a corner and then went right back to being bad. So I don't exactly trust him in the start. You have Wood pitching, though, for the Giants. And I mentioned, though, since he's bad at home, he has been good on the road. So I actually am going to lean to the Giants in this game. Bassett does have good numbers at home, though. Uh, His home road splits are pretty alarming. But at home, 41 to third innings pitch, 2.18 ERA. I do think, though, for the sake of this game, I am going to lean to the over because I really don't trust either pitcher in this game. Wood, as I said before, was good against the Dodgers, but for the most part, doesn't go much length. And Bassett, even though he has been good at home this season, he has really been an up-and-down pitcher all year long. And the Giants have limited sample size against him, but the active batters who have faced him have been really good. So to look at the actual numbers here, the Giants have had 34 career uh, plate appearances against Bassett. 
in those 34 appearances, a 355 batting average and a 411, a 412 on base percentage. And if you want an insane number, a guy you should target for a player prop, Jock Peterson against Bassett has six at bats, four home runs, a double, and two home runs. He has a slugging of 1833. So the point is, Peterson turns into uh, to Babe Ruth or Barry Bonds against Chris Bassett. So look for Peterson props in that start. But I am going to lean to the Giants in this game. I'm assuming Toronto will be favored at home because of Bassett's home numbers. But I really don't trust them. And I do think the Giants should be able to even up the series at one apiece in this matchup. So once again, uh, that's going to wrap it up for the actual picks for the upcoming week. But I'm going to go through each of the games one more time before we officially sign off. Starting off with the Thursday afternoon game against the Padres. I will go with Snell and the Padres. Link to the under, but mostly going to take the Padres. In the Friday game, I'm going to go with Logan Webb and the Giants to bury Zach Davies and the Diamondbacks. Then on Saturday, no listed pitcher for the Giants, but give me Kelly anyway. On Sunday, give me the over in the DiScofani and Nelson match. I'm not picking a side. Uh, I just don't think that DiScofani and Nelson, that matchup is going to result in many zeros on the scoreboard. Give me the over in that matchup. Uh, for the Tuesday game, give me Gaussman against Undecided on uh, uh, because I do think Gaussman is going to pitch well. On Wednesday, give me the Giants, and I'll lean to the over, but I do think Wood will outpitch Bassett to some degree, and I do think that the Blue Jays might be favored in this game at home, and the price might be a little bit steep. So give me the Giants at potentially plus money on Wednesday. But that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Uh, until next time, you can find me on Twitter, Rice Show Radio. Good luck to all of you and all of your bets. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.